Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, it's Denise Eckert from Balance New Coaching. And I come on here to give you practical ideas and tips to reduce the stress in your life. Today, I've got Taylor Westergaard with us. And Taylor helps people with the emotional side of finance so that you can build wealth and spend money on the life you love. Hi, Taylor. Hi, Denise. Thank you so much for having me. So can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, so I am a financial coach. And what that means is, you know, I help people who need more than just the research that you get online or the cookie cutter courses or advice you get from, you know, the free advice on the internet, but also need more help than what uh, financial advisors can often give you. They often require very high minimums to get started working with them. So I help those in between. I help you get started building in your building wealth while making your life less stressful uh, by, you know, managing the emotions around money uh, instead of just, you know, let's go through a budget. Let's start saving more. We talk about why are you saving? Why are you doing this? What, what does money mean to you? And why, how does it help you align with align yourself on your purpose and be more on purpose? So do you deal with the mindset of money? Like a lot of us have this scarcity mindset or, you know, I remember growing up, it was save your money for a rainy day or save your money, save your money. But in my opinion, that's not the way to do things because there's ways of making the money work for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yes, uh, we do work on the emotions we do. And as you just said, you know, as you're growing up, you learn these things about money that, you know, life is changing. The world is changing. The world is evolving. And it's just not the same as it was when you were growing up and what you learned from your parents or your friends. And so we want to break down how those those emotions that you've built since you were, you know, as long as you could remember, you, your parents were telling you to either save your money, or maybe you were watching your parents, you know, tell you to save money, but they were out spending money and getting into debt and like stressing over bills, you know, sitting over their countertop, looking at receipts, wondering what's going to happen next, you know, um, those are very impactful to us and how we're going to use our money in our, you know, our lives, our business, how we're going to you know, give our money to whether we hold on to it as high as we can, or maybe we give it away because we're charged. We don't want to have it. We've, we're told, you know, money is evil, money is bad. And we break those down because if you don't have that foundation, if you don't start with those emotions, building wealth is so hard. Or you maybe it's easy. Maybe you, you save money so hard that it's like it, it's easy for you to build wealth, but then you don't enjoy the life you have right now. You don't sp- spend money on, you know, your kids or your, you know, you don't take risks on your business and invest in that next course or that next coach, you know. So uh, you starting with the emotions is, is key, is the foundation that you need. Now, what about money causes the most stress with the people that you work with? What do you see? Because I know money is such a big stressor. And isn't it one of the biggest reasons why couples split up? I'm pretty sure 
<laughs> yes, yes, absolutely, for sure. And it's honestly one of the biggest stressors in life. You know, we, you know, a lot of people can tell me what's stressing them out, and I can. There's, it's, it's tied to money in some way or form. Money is your life. Money is, you know, how you get your food, how you get your shelter, how you spend time with your friends, and how you take time off your work. And it's the foundation for life. So stress, money, stress is life stress, right? And the biggest thing that I see people have like the biggest problem we see having and the reason why it's causing so much stress is um because they don't have uh any real purpose for their money they've treated it as a separate entity from their life they're trying to live a life separate from money or uh maybe it's they or they or they focus too much on it they need to create balance just mm-hmm. like you talk about in all of your uh lessons and courses and everything you you have to create balance in your life and without having you know, um, a balanced emotion around your money, it's going to cause you stress. So often it's not, you know, your debt, it's not how much you're investing. It's not, you know, the technical, it's, it's not the numbers. It's your, it's your emotions around it. Emotions and not having a handle on it too. I find. Yes. You know, being organized and having that solid foundation that makes you feel more, makes you feel safer. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Not having a plan, Uh, If you are, you know, just spending your money separate from, you know, keeping track of it, having a purpose, knowing what it's for, uh, not having any real direction. And just as if you were in life, if you were trying to pick a career with really no direction or trying to move your business without knowing what exactly you want to have or why you're starting it, um, that creates a lot of friction and it will prevent progress. Now, how can someone start addressing their money situation? So I would recommend first starting by taking a look at, you know, what is currently happening happening with your money. And a lot of people need help with this. A lot of people need someone to uh, sit down with them and look over their current expenses, look over what's happening in their life right now that's causing that financial stress. So uh, to start, I mean, looking at your situation as you have it right now is key. And sometimes you need help with that. And then most importantly, it's where do you want your money to go? What exactly would you change about your situation? If you had a magic wand and you could wave it and, you know, what, what would happen? Would your debt go away? Would you have more money to invest? Would your business explode? Like what, what, what exactly would happen? And then we figure out a path to actually make that happen. I mean, it's more than a magic wand. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time, but we, we figure out how to actually make that happen. Now, what are some of the biggest things that an entrepreneur or small business owner can do to reduce the stress about money? So one of the biggest things, and you talk about it in one of your Facebook trainings, is learning what you can delete to delegate. And, you know, I like to automate everything. Uh, so, you know, we need to take more off your plate. You're, you're running your business. You are you're often CEO, COO. You don't necessarily need to be CFO, your chief financial officer. You can get everything either delegated to a professional, so your CPA, your bookkeeping service, um, and, you know, maybe financial advisor or your financial coach can help you set all of that up. Uh, automating your bills. So you're not worrying about that. Automating your paycheck. So you actually know how to, what you're getting paid and where it's going and, you know, automate your savings. So that's all taken care of. You don't have to be picking your stocks every single month or trying to figure out what kind of account your savings are going to go into. And then also getting rid of those expenses that are driving you crazy, like cancel those subscriptions, get rid of them. Don't, don't have all this clutter in your life. That's 
keeping you from feeling uh, like you're moving forward and progressing and we need to clear that space. You need to clear your money space just as much as you need to clear your head space, your mind space. I like that. Because yes, that makes such a big difference rather than having all this stuff and it's trivial. You know, it's it's just right. cluttering. <laughs> right. So how do you create a balance between investing your money into your business and spending it on yourself? I think the biggest thing is how getting really clear on your the goals you have for your business. So how much money do you actually want to make or how many, how, what, what are your, what do you want your hours to be like? What do you, uh, what do you, what did you build this business for in the first place? For what purpose? And when you're clear on that, then you can say, okay, what did I need this business to do to fund my life? You know, you, a, a lot of, uh, a lot of us get into business thinking like, this is my life. Like, this is how we, we're, we're going to structure this because this is what I'm passionate about. This is what I want to spend all my time on. Like, you know, we're hustling the whole time and all, and you know, there's going to come a time in your life where you need to divide, you need to separate and say, you know, what was this business supposed to do for my life? Because there's sometimes, I mean, while they're the same, they feel like the same thing all the time. You also need, you know, family and hobbies and um, vacations and time off. And so how does your business fuel that? And once we can separate the two, once we have goals for both your personal and your business and treating them as two separate entities, then we can learn how much money needs to go in both to create, get to get to that path. Like it, when, how do we get to that goal? And so we're not investing too much time into our business or too much money into our business because maybe we're already there. Maybe we've created the business and it's, everything's working and you can take a step back and we can figure out how to automate and live the life you now created the business for in the per- first place. Yeah. And how can your money stress sabotage or ruin businesses actually? So when you are showing up in your business and when you need to get on a sales call or when you need to, you know, find that next bit of income, when you need to make that deal, people feel your stress. They can feel it. And if you're stressed about money, if you're charged about money and you, you can't spend money on yourself. So you're trying, you're trying to get someone else to spend money. They can feel that. It will reflect your sales. It'll reflect how you're showing up for your customers. If you're constantly being stressed out about money and you are not getting your sleep, you are not being fulfilled in your life, it will show up in how you're showing up for your customers. When you get on a call with people, they will, they'll sense that. And it's disrupting your service and the amount of value you can provide someone. You have to take care of yourself first in order to help others. Absolutely. And how can we set better financial goals for our business so that when we are at a certain goal, we know that enough is enough and we can start enjoying, you know, what we've worked for. So this is one of my favorite things to do is lifestyle design. And it's it's something I go through with every single one of my clients is if money was no object, if money, you know, if money actually grew on trees, if your business just exploded, what does your life, what do you do? What do you spend money on? What do you do for fun? You know, and allowing yourself to really dive into that exercise is an exercise of repression. You know, we've been repressed our whole lives telling us that's like, oh, you know, a fancy car isn't worth it. You don't need that. Don't buy that. Money can't buy happiness. Uh, money is evil. Don't, you know, we've been told all these things to suppress these wants that we have. Oh, you can't go on fancy vacations. It's fine. Like, just be happy with what you have. You know, um, and so having that exercise, going through that exercise and like, what if you just did whatever you wanted? And then, you know, cutting through, 
canceling stuff out, prioritizing what, you know, it's, it's a, it's a method of digging into what your values are and what would actually make you happy. And what at the end of the day is going to make you look back at your business and your accomplishments and say, I won, there's no regrets in life. And so doing that exercise is, you know, I have a calculator that I can, you know, send over to you. You can go through and, um, map out your ideal lifestyle month by month, every single expense. And then you can figure out what does my business need to provide that expense? What, how much, how much do I need to make in sales? What do I need to sell my products for? You know, what other jobs do I need? Um, and you know, it does in the, the amount of time that I've put into my business, does it reflect the amount of time I want to spend on my life and give doing that give and take exercise? It takes time. It takes a lot of reflection, but it's, it, it helps you when you get that money, it actually, you can't, money, money can buy you happiness when it, when it is used in the right way to actually make you happy. But if you don't know what makes you happy, then you're going to be chasing money for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's like the pot at the end of the rainbow that you never reach. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, a lot of different money, there's a lot of different investment opportunities out there. Now, how do you actually work with clients? Like, do you sell certain products or do you work with the person and help them buy products? Or do you work with different institutions? How do you work with clients? So one of the best things about a coach is that we don't sell products. We're not biased in any way. I don't make money trying to sell you something other than the coaching program, which my coaching program is anywhere from three to six months long. We walk through all your goals. We find out your, what your values are. We figure out what your current situation is. We get a plan to, you know, have you save more, pay off debt faster, or whatever you your goals are. We figure out and we keep you accountable through those three to six months. Um, the program is completely tailored to you. And then, you know, when you are ready to invest, I help you find an advisor to help you with that, or you know, uh, a robo advisor, or whatever is more in line with your values and how you want to work with people. Um, if you need a CPA, I help you find a CPA, a good one that, you know, is going to take care of you and your goals. Um, I have a great network of people that are going to, that I help you find the products that you need. And then you, and I don't get kickbacks from any of these people. I don't, uh, I try to remove that bias and that, um, you know, that conflict of interests completely in my business. That's amazing. Cause a lot of times they are, it's whether they have one product or they are working with an institution. So I don't know. You're not really getting the best out there for what your needs are. Right. Absolutely. And I and love it, that you're taking that bias away completely. Exactly. And it's so needed in this industry in this day and age um, because yeah, there's just a product for every single need and, and people will tell you, you need things that you don't actually need. And that's what we do as a financial coach is making sure setting that frame groundwork of what do you actually need? So you are, uh, buying, you're not shopping and you're a purchaser, not, a not, a, you know, a, not a buyer. You like, you know what you want. You go and do, you know, when you go buy a car, the worst thing you can do is show up and be like, I don't know what I want. Cause they will sell you anything. You know, they will try to sell you anything. That's the last thing you want to do. If you need life insurance, we're going to, we're going to be very deliberate. Make sure you go in knowing exactly what you need instead of, you know, walking in and letting the salesman sell you something. <laughs> yeah. Now, what type of people do you enjoy working with the most? Like what, where do you see your most success? So I really like working with people that are in the middle of a big career change um, that are going through some pretty big things in their life, whether it's about to start a business or uh, starting a new career. They've been, they've been working in a career or a situation that has left them stressed, 
burned out and tired and they realize that they've been on a path that have been the path that was kind of picked for them, you know, based on their what their friends told them to do. Uh, I've worked with a lot of doctors that were told like that was the key to success or lawyers that were like that was the key to success when they realized that was nothing like they wanted to do. I've had, I've worked with a, um, you know, a biology students that went and changed completely to technology, uh, technology degrees because, you know, I help people figure out what their values are. And so when you're upset and unhappy with your your entire, your like your situation with life, um, I find that money is so eye-opening for people and can really help people figure out what their purpose is. I love that because it's funny because a lot of the work I do with helping people reduce stress and one of the things is, is looking at purpose, looking at your values that you've incorporated that to look at money and money is so important in our lives. That's great. It's so, so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool because you can actually like sign a new, for any people who are really uh, number oriented, you can assign numbers to your values when you're looking at your money. I can look at your budget and tell you exactly what percentage of your values are going towards certain areas in your life, right? Uh, and sometimes <laughs> seeing those numbers are like, wow, you know, just like time. I don't know if you've ever done most time exercises with your clients. Like how much are you actually spending your time on it? Do you really value that? It's the same thing. You can take the, what your values are and actually put them into numbers and it's really eye-opening. So we'll wrap this up. Now, do you have any last words that you'd like to share with the audience? Um, I just think, you know, you don't have to do this yourself. Um, If you are stressed out, get Denise's help, you know, without, if you are sitting on the fence and wondering, you know, like, oh, you know, I'll get Denise's course when, or I'll work on my, you know, setting my boundaries once I'm less stressed out is the same thing as I'm going to go for a run once I'm in better shape. (laughs) <laughs> right. Or I'm going to start working. I'm going to start saving once I get more money. You know, it's, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. And so you want to get help. You don't want to do this alone. There's, there's resources out there for you and there's awesome people here to help. So. <laughs> and that's so true because a lot of times and money is hard for people to talk about too. Mm-hmm. And just like stress people, it's got that mental health stigma money. Yeah. I mean, I know growing up, Oh, you don't tell people money. You don't talk about money. And it was what religious religion and politics as well. It was like something that you didn't share, which to me, it's like, why not? <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, get different ideas, get different input and support. I mean, support is so important. Doesn't really matter what you do, whether it's someone, you know, or someone that you work with, you know, it's very, very important. Well, thank you very much for your time, Taylor. And, all her information will be in the post and in the show notes. So if you'd like to contact her, feel free. Is there anything else you'd like to add at the end? You know, I, I think we got it. I am really happy to be here. Thank you so much. It was really fun to talk to you. Wonderful. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.